Hi, I'm Lesha Holzaffel, and you're listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast, a podcast for moms who are ready to lose the weight they want without gaining it back by learning the holistic approach to nutrition and how our brains determine our long-term success. Welcome to the Fit Mom Squad. Hey there, thanks for tuning in. We are on the last episode of my five-part series on Secrets to Weight Loss. And before we get started, I want to ask you for a favor. If you've been listening to this show since I launched it, could you please, please leave a review in iTunes? I would greatly, greatly appreciate it if you shared some feedback on this show. So let's recap about the five secrets to weight loss. First, we talked about hormone regulation. Then we talked about balancing the gut. We talked about brain habits, reprogramming bad brain habits. Then we talked about clean eating, clean keto, um, Whole30, paleo, any of that kind of qualifies as clean eating. And today I'm going to be talking about the fifth and final secret to weight loss, which is strength training. Notice I didn't say exercise in general. I'm very specific in saying strength training. And here's the reason why. So all my life, I've been a runner. I ran three marathons. I've ran multiple half marathons and 5Ks, this and that. I always loved running. Been running since I was like 18. Just got into it and it's just one of those things. Once you become a runner, it's like you're always a runner type of thing. Almost. But okay, so I was running all the time. I would be running like five miles a day. I remember when I lived in Cleveland, I used to go to Bally's, which was a very popular gym in my area. And kid you not, I would be there every single day running seven miles on the treadmill. And I I was out with my girlfriend Nina a couple weekends ago and we were reminiscing about it because she used to work out at that gym too and we would always see each other. And I was like, I cannot believe I spent all of that time on the treadmill. The things that I could have accomplished, the books I could have read, the amount of stuff I could have gotten done with that time that I spent running, it's just, it blows my mind. I used to run so much, but here's the thing. My body didn't really change. The only thing that running did for me was it kind of gave me that wiggle room if I ate too many calories. But then I'd have to spend an entire hour to burn 600 calories, which is like half a donut. So kind of lose there. But anyway, If you really looked at me and you looked at my body back then, you really wouldn't think that I was at all athletic and fit. And that is because cardio doesn't change your body. All right. Cardio is great for heart health and endurance, but it's not great for changing your body and help you burn more fat. And another reason why I've kind of went away from doing so much cardio and I'm focused more on strength training now and that's what I teach my members inside BSP Tribe is because too much cardio can actually be harmful 
to the thyroid and to cortisol. If you have issues with cortisol, it can increase it even more. So that is why weight training works so well, because not only does lifting weights help you build muscle, but the more muscle that you have on your body, the more fat you burn, even when you aren't working out. Okay, so the difference between cardio and resistance training is what happens after you're done with a workout. So when you do cardio and you're on the treadmill, you're running, you're on the elliptical, cycling, any of that, the calories that you're burning during the workout, that's it, right? That's the calories you're going to burn. And then after that, you might have some time where your body is still in that, you know, high, um, high heart rate. So you might burn maybe 20 or 30 more, 10 to 15 minutes after. And then that's it. You're done. With weight training, it's different. The way weight training works is that you burn those calories during your session. Your body literally becomes a fat burning machine even after when you're done with that session, you're still burning calories. You even burn calories in your sleep, the more muscle that you have on your body. And speaking of fat burning machine, this is why strength training works so well with keto. So if you're in the keto community, if you've heard of keto, you probably heard that term being thrown around like fat burning machine, you become a fat burning machine. Because most of us, if you eat carbs and sugar, then you're always burning sugar, you're a sugar burner, right? If you're ketogenic, if you're fat adapted, you are a fat burner. And everybody wants to be a fat burner. It just sounds so cool. So making, being a fat burner is one thing with just following a ketogenic diet. But when you combine that with weight training, it's like, I'll be back. It's on a whole nother level. And while we are on the topic of keto and working out, let's just debunk that myth of you need carbs to work out because it is the biggest pile of baloney I have ever heard and I proved it myself. So (laughs) if you're all familiar with the fitness industry, It's kind of like that whole low-fat diet fat. Like we all believe that we need carbs to work out, right? We need carbs because they give us energy and they provide the glucose our body needs to fuel as athletes and runners and this and that. No, it's not true. It's simply not true. And if you want to learn more about this, I highly recommend you pick up the book, The Art of Low-Carbohydrate Living. I believe it is. And it talks all about how to be an athlete following a low carb diet and the studies that they've done and the research that they found about that. It's truly fascinating. But I proved this to myself a couple years ago when I ran a half marathon while being in ketosis because I wanted to know if this was true. I had heard about it. I had heard about how being keto adapted helps with endurance athletes, but I wanted to experiment for myself. So I did that. And I'm a big believer in 
N equals one experiments, which means that you try something on yourself before you make assumptions and have opinions about something that you have no idea about. So a lot of us like to talk, you know, pretend like we know this, that or another because we wrote, we read an article in Shape Magazine, but you really truly didn't experience it for yourself. You haven't tried it for yourself. So that is where I say before you have an opinion about something, you have no idea about try it for yourself. So that's what I did. I wanted to test this theory myself. So what I did was I trained for a half marathon while in ketosis and I ran a half marathon while in ketosis and I was pretty shocked about what happened. I did uh, write a whole blog article about it on my keto blog, Eat, Be, Fit, Explore. So if you're a runner and you want to get into keto running, I highly recommend you check that out. But here's the point. It was awesome. It was, I didn't die and I felt amazing. So when you're keto adapted, you maintain a steady source of energy. So you don't get that hitting the wall effect. And that's what I experienced. So any other time that I did a race, I would always hit the wall, especially on marathons. It was like mile 19. And I needed to bring out that pouch of sugary garbage because I felt like I couldn't go on anymore. And it was completely different when I was running on ketosis. Now, I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it wasn't hard and I felt like I could run forever because that's simply not true. It was still hard. It, it was still a mental experience, just like any race is. But there was something different about it because even though my body felt fatigued and my legs hurt, it was more of my mind playing tricks on me that like I was just so used to running on glucose and stopping and getting those packets and stopping and grabbing the Gatorade that it was like playing my my habit brain was like, you need that Lesha, you need to stop and get that glucose, you need that glucose. And I was like, shut up primal brain. I'm in ketosis. (laughs) Oh, the conversations I have with myself. So I went the whole race without having any glucose. For breakfast, I had avocado and eggs and I had like a keto approved pre-workout drink and it was pretty awesome. I never felt that hitting the wall effect. So I highly recommend that you try it. It's truly a fascinating experience to run while in ketosis. You kind of almost feel superhuman because you just feel like you have so much endurance. Keto adapted training also helps improve insulin sensitivity. And another thing that it does is that when you're keto adapted, you have more endurance long-term, just like I experienced with my race. You have more strength and more power and not to mention faster recovery. And this has been proven by the studies based on the art of carbohydrate performance. So I highly recommend that you check that out. 
But even if you aren't keto, we all know the benefits of working out. We know that it improves our heart health, improves inflammation, blood pressure, vitality, longevity, decreases depression, improves mood. There's so many benefits to having a workout regimen. Now, with that being said, there is a reason that this weight loss secret is the last because exercise is important, but it's not the priority. And I want to talk about this for a bit because I hear this a lot when I ask my clients and followers why they aren't getting the results they want. The answer is usually something like, I'm not working out enough, or I don't exercise. And I'm here to tell you that exercise is not for weight loss. Let me repeat that. Exercise is not for weight loss. It doesn't matter how many hours you spend on the treadmill if your diet is crap. Not to mention, if your hormones are off and you have a messed up gut, exercise won't help you either. Exercise is complementary to all of the things that I've talked about in the last four episodes, and it's not the reason you aren't losing weight. If you want to lose weight and keep it off, you first need to take a look at your hormones and regulate those. Then you need to check your gut and make sure that that's all in balance. Then you need to change your brain habits because if you have all of those bad brain habits, you're constantly self-sabotaging and repeating those behaviors that are not helping you get the weight loss results that you want you're just going to end up gaining all the weight back, okay? So once you take care of all the medical stuff, then you can move on to the brain because the medical stuff is kind of the priority, right? Then, only then, the exercise is going to help you complement that process and help you get toned and fit. Now, that doesn't mean that you still can't exercise while you're experiencing problems with hormones or gut or trying to reprogram your brain because you can, but that's, that shouldn't be your main focus. And that shouldn't be the reason why you keep telling yourself you're not losing weight because sister, that's not the reason you're not losing weight. I promise you. Okay. Exercise is to build strength. It is to help burn more. It is to build more muscle to help you burn more fat. It helps your body burn more fat, but it's not a weight loss. It is not an effective way to lose weight. Now, I need to say that because there just needs, there's just some confusion about working out as it relates to weight loss, especially within the keto community. I hear it come up a lot that that's the reason why you guys aren't getting results. And I'm here to tell you that that's not the reason. All right. Now, if you're just doing dirty keto and you're just eating keto processed food all day and not working out, you may lose weight at first but you will end up with lots of stretchy, flabby skin, true story, and you won't get all the health benefits that working out brings. So there is a benefit to working out and it is important, but it's not the priority compared to all the things that I've discussed up until this point. All right, so let's talk about action steps. If you're new to working out, Here are some tips that I have for you, all right? Start with something easy that you will actually enjoy. If you hate working out in a group setting, 
or being around people when you work out, don't start by going to an aerobics class. Do something that you will actually enjoy, right? Even if it's something like taking a walk around the block or maybe you like yoga or maybe you like Zumba with the dance music, whatever it is. Take a spinning class where the lights are really dark and they have a disco ball so no one can see you sweat and hopefully you won't fall off and hit your private area like that movie with Amy Schumer. Too funny. But anyway, I digress. Find something that is going to be enjoyable for you. Because here's the thing, if you don't think exercise is enjoyable and fun, you're not going to want to do it. That's just that's just the truth. We never we don't like doing things that we don't enjoy. So we have to find ways to make it enjoyable. And I would say do that by finding something you actually like. Another little hack is work out to a fun playlist. Music is a very powerful thing when it comes to working out and the right songs will put you in the right mood and it can really motivate you to work out. It could be a fun workout. So add some music into the mix. Also find a friend to work out with you. Maybe you have a girlfriend that's been wanting to try, you know, some kind of new exercise. I don't know. There's all these trends now like the bear and the orange theory type of things and all of that. So maybe you have a friend that will agree to go with you like let's say two times a week or something. Work out with a friend. This is very powerful because it gives you accountability. When you are accountable to someone else, you know that, oh, well, that person's counting on me. I have to be there. This is why the community aspect of BSB Tribe is so valuable and important because we hold each other accountable inside. And this is what I encourage you to do. I encourage you to find someone that will hold you accountable to working out. Also start with something small. If you've never worked out in your life, don't go jumping all crazy and say, I'm going to work out seven days a week, 365 days a year. No, you're not going to do that. It's about tiny habits, okay? Those tiny habits lead to big results. Start with two times a week for 15 minutes, all right? Set the timer and work out for 15 minutes. Then move up to three times a week for 30 minutes and slowly get up and you'll progress You'll get stronger, it'll become more enjoyable because if you dive all in and go all crazy, you're not going to last. You're going to burn out really quickly, okay? So let me talk about my workout routine really quickly because I get this question a lot of, so where am I at now, now that I'm not a cardio bunny and uh, what do I do to help support my thyroid, my cortisol and all the other stuff that I have going on? So I have a pretty regimented workout routine as of right now. I work out five days a week, like an actual legit workout. And then on the weekend, I try to do um, like a yoga session or some stretching or something like that. But this is how my regimen looks like right now. So three days a week, I do a strength training class called Body Pump. And if you haven't heard of Body Pump, it is a Les Mills on demand workout. And I love it because it has great music. So if you're not familiar, it's kind of like mini CrossFit. It's CrossFit, but with lighter weights and more reps. 
So the point is to get the rep effect. So you're using barbells. It's very classic moves. It's strength training based. But the point is that you do more reps and you're getting stronger. So you maintain a high heart rate and you're building muscle. And I really love it because the music's great and it's a great workout sesh, okay? And so I do this, I stream this on my Amazon Fire in my home gym. And the workouts range between 30 minutes to an hour. So some of them are shortened. You could like watch a shortened one and do it or you can do the full ones. The full ones are usually around the hour. So I'll usually do an average of a 45 minute workout. Sometimes I'll do the hour workout depending on the time and what I have going on that day. Then for the other days, two days a week, I do an I do a treadmill incline walk. So I don't run, I set the incline as high as I can and I speed walk on incline for 30 to 40 minutes. And that actually works up a really good sweat and gets me a good calorie burn and also helps me build more muscle in my legs because now I'm walking on an incline. So that is my routine. Now with Les Mills On Demand, um, I you could do this anywhere. And this is what I love about it. A lot of gyms, especially YMCA, actually have the classes there that you can go to and attend. But I like to do it from home because I work out from home. And if you want to try it, I do have a 21 day trial and it's simply an app that you download on your phone or you could do Roku or Amazon and you can try the workouts for 21 days. I will leave the link in the show notes and I encourage you if you like weight training, if you like good like techno dance music, it the music rocks, then I encourage you to give this a try. And even if you don't like weight training, there's a lot of different workouts on this app. They have yoga, they have um, HIIT workouts, they have bear even now, they have like a martial arts type of workout. It's like a whole slew of things. I just prefer the body pump because it helps me build muscle and burn more fat. And I truly enjoy those workouts. So that is my routine right now. And that's been working really well for me. I try to increase the weights as much as I can. And I also work out first thing in the morning. I started waking up now at 5am, which I'll talk about that in an episode about joining the 5am club. So I work out in a fasted state. And that's when I get my workout in and then I'm set for the day and I feel amazing. So I encourage you to start with that. Start with something like trying an app for free for a little bit to kind of experiment what you like. So if you've never worked out before, maybe uh, download this app and play around with the workouts. Try the different types and see which one you like and which one you don't. And then you can go from there and establish what your routine is going to be. Okay, so you can find that link in the show notes. Also, if you want to try a free sample workout from BSB Tribe, I will link that in there as well. And you can kind of see what the workouts are inside the tribe. All right, ladies. So that's a wrap. That's five secrets to weight loss that we talked about. What do you think? Leave a review and let me know if you have learned anything in the last five shows. I hope you did. So next week, we're going to talk about 
zero sugar in 2020. My zero sugar in 2020 experiment. All right. You heard that right. No sugar for the entire year. I'm going to talk about why I'm doing this, but most importantly, I'm going to talk about how I'm doing this after being addicted to sugar for most of my life. So I remember I posted this on New Year's Day on my Instagram page at Explore. If you aren't following me yet, go follow me. And it blew up. It went viral. It was like over 2000 likes because people were truly fascinated by the fact that I was going to do a zero sugar for the entire year. So if you're interested about that, you want to know how I'm doing that, stay tuned to next week's episode. All right, see you there. Thank you for listening to the Fit Mom Squad podcast. If you're looking for free resources to get you started on your weight loss journey, go to www.bsbtribe.com forward slash resources. If you're ready to take your weight loss to another level and work with me personally, I invite you to join the BSB Tribe waitlist. Spots are limited in this exclusive online community, but if you join the waitlist, you'll be the first to know when doors open up again. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you soon.